Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp. Hello and welcome to the Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp podcast. This is our first episode for the summer 2021 camp season. My name is Jess and I'm going to be your host on the podcast. I am the recording studio manager here at camp. This happens to be my fifth summer at Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods. And as you may have noticed from my adorable accent, I'm from Australia. Coming up this season on the podcast, we will be featuring a variety of campers, counselors, and many other staff members. On this episode, we will be featuring the Wildcats Cabin and myself, and we will discuss their experiences of arriving at camp for the first time since summer 2019. And later on in the episode, we will be featuring some legitimate camp royalty. Otherwise, summer 2021 was another fantastic year at camp, and it was especially important for both our campers and our staff members, given some of the adversity that has been out there in the world over the last 18 months. So before we get into this episode, as we have said at camp all summer long, let's make today matter. We are in the recording studio at camp right now, and myself and these guys from The Grove are going to record an episode of the podcast together. So I'm Jess, and why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hello, I'm Benjamin, and I'm from the Wildcats Cabin at The Grove. Hi, my name is Logan, and I'm from the Wildcats Cabin at The Grove. My name is, my name is Brody, I'm in the Wildcats Cabin, I go to The Grove. Cool. And how long have you guys been at camp? For two days. Very nice. And why don't you guys tell me about what you did on your first day at camp? Well, when we arrived, we had a spit test and uh, another COVID test. And we unpacked our stuff and we had a camp tour and we had our first dinner here, which was really good. Yep. And what did you guys have for dinner? Um, Pasta and pasta. And... Also yeah. Yeah. And we had ice cream for dessert. Excellent. So, how many people do you guys have in the Wildcats cabin? Fourteen. 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 And are there any new people in the cabin who haven't been to camp before? Um, yes. I'm one of them. I'm one of them, too. Uh, I've been here for, like, three years. All right. And how many counselors do you guys have in the Wildcats cabin with you? Three, Three and CIT. One, one CIT. And where do your counselors come from? Um, one's from West Virginia, one's from Minnesota, and I don't know... I think he's from... I don't know the other one, and I don't oh, know Ohio. the CIT. Oh, yeah, and Ohio, and I don't know the CIT, where he's from. Um, yeah, so, yeah. All right. So what have you guys tried on your first day of activities? Um, we've sailing. Sailing. Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. Um, in archery. And now we're at music. And we um, baked um, we baked apple crumble, which was like pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that does sound good. And what other activities are you guys interested in trying out this summer? Trample. Um, I want to try trample, and I want to do kneeboarding really badly. We're doing tubing. We're doing tubing after dinner. At like seven. Yep. Which 
We could have done trampolo, but everyone, but it was close. Then I want to do like trampol and water skiing. Yeah, cool. And aside from your activities, have you guys been able to go to the canteen yet? Um, yeah, yeah. We just went like an hour before ago. sailing in Gaga, and so maybe like two hours ago, something like that. Um, yeah. So I, it was really hot out, so I got a popsicle. Sounds good. And what else can you get from the canteen? Ice cream. Um, they got Kit Kat. They got a lot of types of Skittles. They got um, popsicles, like with like. That's like, bomb pops. It's like it's bomb pops. They're bomb pops. Hershey's. Chocolate eclairs. Kit Kat. Strawberry shortcake eclair. Yeah, um, I mean, there's also and there's also snacks like Cheez-Its, mini Oreos, and the drinks they have is Gatorade only, but like different types. No that Gatorade water. They get they have water. Nice. So what do you guys think is the best flavor of Gatorade? Oh, yellow, but they don't have yellow there. Probably, um, there probably glacier cherry. There would be orange. Um, there I'd say I'm for punch. Nice. And aside from the canteen, what else are you guys looking forward to this summer at camp? Uh, kneeboarding still. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. And are you guys looking forward to taking part in any of our special programs, like Color Days? Color Wars. Color Wars. No. Color Wars. I, oh, I cannot wait for that. I, I, I'm really excited. Yeah. I, I, like, I haven't, like, really understood it. Like, and I think today's the first year I really am starting to get it, so I'm excited for that. Cool. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you guys today. And is there anything else that you would like to say before we sign off? Uh... Thank you for listening to us, the Wildcats. Okay, that was myself and the Wildcats cabin. It was great to have them on the podcast. And likewise, it was fantastic to have the Grove up and running again this summer. Coming up next, we are all in for a real thrill as we have two of camp's absolute finest featuring in our next segment. You already know and love them both. They are charming, they are vivacious, and they are charismatic. But most importantly, they make everything at camp happen. And perhaps the only people at camp who might be more popular than our following guests are in fact their own daughters. So right now, we have Keely and Dana. And here they are. I'm Dana. I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and I am the director at Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Cams. This summer, God, I stopped counting. I think it's my 31st summer camp. Sounds right. Yeah. I'm Keely. Um, I live in Gurney, Illinois, from Michigan originally. I'm the associate director at Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods, the Glen and the Grove. And I've been, this was my 17th summer at camp. That's sort of crazy. It's been 17. I know. I haven't missed a summer either. Wow. Okay, Keely, now that this crazy summer is behind us, yep. how do you feel about it? Um, I would say accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely a feat. I think last summer um, there was no roadmap. There were, expectations were there, but they weren't as high. And I think this year we had 
we had high expectations for ourselves after pulling it off last summer. And, you know, so many of our colleagues in the industry were running this summer and kind of looked to us and we all helped each other, but it was, it was a lot and it was scary. And then Delta came in and sort of, you know, when the beginning of the summer, we thought COVID was sort of under control and half our campers were vaccinated and things were looking good. And then sort of threw a wrench in the plans, but I would say accomplished. We, we did it. Yeah. How do you feel about the summer? I mean, I definitely echo those sentiments. I think I felt like we were somewhat, I don't know, like ill-prepared. I think last summer, I was like riding this momentum from last year, right, where everybody came and there was just this gratitude for being at camp, having connection again after months of not and being on lockdown. And I think I anticipated everybody needing that even more, which Mm -hmm. granted they did, campers and staff and parents needed a break too. Of course. I mean, as parents, we know parents (laughs) needed a break. But I think this year, everybody was really struggling with the aftermath, their own sort of personal aftermath of the last 18 months. Mm -hmm. And I think we were prepared that like logistically it was going to be a really hard summer. The last session we only ran for four weeks. We only had to open once. We closed once. We did schedules one time, right? This year we knew logistically it was going to be so much more work, but I definitely was not prepared for like really the emotional toll that this past really year took on everybody. And how that impacted us and our ability to run, right? And I think for our staff coming in last summer, they were happy to have something that was Mm -hmm. happening. A lot of them came from canceled programs or, you know, travel abroad trips that were canceled because of COVID. So they were so excited to be in a place with other people where this summer they're looking at their news feed, their Instagram feed, and their friends are going to Lala Mm -hmm. and living their lives and they were more stuck here. So I think it diff- took a different level of commitment for this summer. Yeah, I agree. That was hard for them. It was hard. Well, I do think it helped that, you know, we showed up and and our incredible leadership team, our, our staff, we, had, we really did have amazing, amazing people join us this summer. And I think our whole motto of making today matter, I think that really helped keep our staff motivated And sort of, we also had this other underlying theme of the summer, which we we talked about a lot at the beginning, but really the why, Mm -hmm. right? Like it was more now more than ever. And I think we all realized that we always, we always believed that kids needed this camp experience. We always felt like this experience was great for our staff too, you know, professionally, personally, how how much growth was involved. Mm -hmm. But I think this year the now more than ever was so much more obvious. Like everybody needed this connection. Everybody needed to unplug, get away from all the noise at home and and be here. And maybe that helped. What would you what would you say are like highlights Um, from this past summer? Definitely sort of the unmasking days, I think seeing the campers really sort of come out of that phase 
one where we were really locked down and separated and being able to just truly come together and the smiles on their faces. And I mean, they needed that. They needed camp, but I think they needed that connection mm-hmm. aside from just with their own cabin. A lot of campers, I think, have been in pods back home or they've had their own bubble with their friends. So they've had close groups, but to be able to be a part of something bigger than themselves and truly feel a part of it, I think was really meaningful. So I think those days definitely stood out. Yeah. And I know for us personally, those were like days where we felt like we could breathe a little because we'd taken these, you know, we'd gone through three PCR tests, the rapid antigen on arrival, and it was like, okay, like we feel like we're in a good place. Right. So those days definitely stood out. What about for you? I would agree. I love those unmasking moments mm-hmm. just felt so good because then it was like okay click go now everything's gonna feel like normal camp. Felt like camp right but I think it was more like these really subtle things right how everybody just found joy in like running through sprinklers on hot days or stargazing with their cabin at night mm-hmm. or when they do things like sunrise paddle boarding right. as a cabin group and just like love mm-hmm. to show us the Photos and when else do fifteen year olds get up at six a.m. <laughs> exactly <laughs> on purpose, especially when they go to bed so late. Right. But like, yeah, they just found joy on their own. It's mm-hmm. almost like they chose how to find their happiness, and I think that was really cool to like have a front seat too, yeah. all of us. And I think we've always talked about the power of our kids being able to unplug when they're at camp, but I think this year when they were sort of forced to be in front of screens more than ever. And some of their friendships were only via technology because they couldn't see their friends in person. I think being able to remove that was so huge for them. And for us. like Absolutely. I felt that just coming to camp and every time, you know, your phone would alert you, like newsbreaker, I didn't care to look, mm-hmm. right? Because it was almost like whatever was going on at camp was so much more important that whatever was breaking news back home, it was just so much easier to ignore. So yeah. like even as an adult, it just, it's like we were just able to turn off all that noise. Yeah, it was nice. I actually think a highlight too, one other highlight was watching our friends in the industry do this. Absolutely. Because I found, I I would get goosebumps watching these other camps yep. greet their campers, you know, a year later. And just to watch them do this and to like, I can't imagine what it was like to take a summer off of camp. Right. Even for our first session campers, our two-week yeah. Grove campers. But like, I got so much joy, like, it's like, yeah, go team, go, right? Like, we don't compete with them. It's like we're no. all trying to do the same thing for kids and staff and to watch them do it after such a difficult year and making such a difficult choice not to open. And I think that was a real silver lining for us was we've always had a good relationship with the other Midwest camps, but I feel like this year especially we all we did Zoom calls, we did meetings just to, like, bounce ideas off each other, and I thought that was really nice that we were able to sort of grow closer to these other camp directors and learn more about their programs and pull for them. I mean, some of them were, you know, some didn't run last summer, so they were really planning this for like two years. Right. So a lot went into it. So it was it was a silver lining of the whole thing is I feel like we're all one big team. Right. Let's talk about like like what the future holds. Like what do you think 
I know parents are already asking us, right? What does next summer look like? I know. Wish we knew. I wish we could tell you. I mean, I think ending last summer, we felt like, okay, we did COVID camp. We're done. Next year will be normal. And then the closer it got, the more we were like, that's not the case. And I think this year we definitely fell into like a hybrid of, you know, the first part of camp could not be normal as we went through our rounds of testing and all our protocols. And then we got to a sense of normalcy by the end of each session. But I think we're all hopeful that the future holds quote unquote normal camp. But I do feel like we are prepared now for COVID something else. Who knows what's happening, but we're prepared in the sense, the logistics I feel confident in. What I worry about is sort of, you touched on earlier that the, state of our kids they're coming off a really hard what we thought was one year now going well into two years and I worry about them I worry about the ones that haven't had opportunities to have experiences like this and I I mean they'll be going back to school but school's not going to look the same so I just I worry I think it's really hard I think it's hard for them to come out of something like that without some battle scars. Yeah. I think in our next life, or maybe if we ever find some downtime, <laughs> really figuring out how to eliminate social media. Seriously. From their lives for more than just the two, four, eight weeks that they're yeah. camp. Because I do think that really is the perfect antidote, right? To like whatever they're dealing with throughout the year. And this was before COVID. We were seeing campers come, you know, just comparing themselves to what was online. Just there was was so much more stuff. Yeah. And like as great as it is to feel connected, it's all they're doing. And I think being able to like, like we talked about a little bit before, turn all that noise off or just, you know, stop scrolling through that. And just to be present and be engaged and focus on the moment, I think... Kids would benefit if they, and adults, honestly, and adults, yeah. would benefit from having even more time away from screens during the year. So maybe yeah. that should be our next. Our next mission. Yeah. How do we do that? <laughs> I don't know how we do that, but I completely agree. It's like, maybe we could have these days for our campers where we sort of say, screen free, like camp clear, right? Like clear your yeah. mind. Pick up the phone, call a friend, FaceTime a friend, fine, right? But, like, ignore all that other stuff. Just be in the moment. And I think, you know, obviously that's why camp is so important because kids have a break from that. But I do think, wouldn't it be great if they had even more of a break? Yeah, I think so. I think what was interesting this summer with our eight-week campers is typically during our eight-week changeover between the two four-week sessions – our campers either go home for the weekend or they go on a trip where we take them to Cedar Point or to Michigan Adventure. They have this great weekend. And this year we kept them on site. And, you know, they definitely wanted their phones and their parents wanted them to have their phones. We wanted them to have a chance to connect with parents and friends over the weekend just like they would in a typical summer. But it was very interesting because we normally don't have them on site and watch them in the same way. We watched these groups of our oldest campers, you know, Bryn Mars Mohawks, who normally travel in a pack. Like, mm-hmm. it's comical to watch because they'll move in, like, a herd of, like, 15. Mm-hmm. They're never alone. They're never by themselves. They're always grouped up. And then all of a sudden they got their phones, and we sort of watched them, like, 
spread out into their own space and go into their own little worlds. And it was really crazy to see in the camp setting because we haven't seen it before, but just how obvious of a difference it was just with the connections that they have. Like, so isolating. So they, it's like they reverted into themselves and everything else disappeared. And I was like, wow, that's like firsthand example of what this is doing to them. Right. I actually remember this summer using a little social media analogy with mm-hmm. the, some of the campers, right? Because you and I know we work with a lot of tweens, teens, and like navigating the social stuff, especially when they're in middle school, it can be crazy. In a camp, we always say it's like a blessing when some of this stuff comes up because we yep. can help campers navigate friendships, dynamics, personalities, all this stuff. And this year I felt like even the six and seven year olds understood the analogy of like living at camp is like having a live in-person social media account every day, right? You're walking around, you're going to see things that you love, maybe that your friends do, maybe they get around the, you know, lake on skis, climb to the top of the tower, perform in a talent show, you know, get the flag, capture the flag. You want to celebrate and like and share that stuff. Yep. And sometimes you're going to see things that you don't like or, you know, maybe you're living with somebody who you don't necessarily want to be best friends with, whatever. But then you don't react by like, you know, disliking, publicly disliking something or saying mean comments for the world to see, right? You just sort of scroll. You just need to remember to scroll. And I kept using this analogy with a lot of kids all summer. Mm -hmm. Just scroll, right? When something isn't going your way at camp, somebody's getting... Just scroll. Like, and I think that I hope they can do that when they're at home too. And not to get so focused on, oh, these two girls are spending time or these guys are all at a football game together and I'm not a part of it. Mm-hmm. To just feel more confident in who they are and their relationships and know when to just like scroll, right? right? I'm Dana. I'm Keely. Dynamic duo. <laughs> Please. That can't be our sign off. That can't be our sign Okay. I'm Dana. And I'm Keely. And this was so fun. This was just- fun. All right. That was Keely and Dana. Not only was it a joy having them on the episode, but they are both genuinely fantastic people to work with. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp podcast. This is our first episode of the summer 2021 camp season, and there will be more episodes to follow. I hope that you guys are all taking care of yourselves out there, and hopefully you are making the most of your camp off-season. I have been your host on the podcast. My name is Jess. I'm also known as Young Giuseppe, the fear from Zaire, Black Mamba, and Mr. Funny Bags. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you all next time. And now for our moment of fun. How will we raise your hands when we're about to talk?